scripture reading for tonight is one verse found in Luke's gospel, the 23rd chapter, verse 8. Luke chapter 23, verse 8, says, And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad, for he was desirous to see him of a long season, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. Have you ever really wanted to see or experience something? Maybe for a long time. You knew others had experienced it, but somehow it just eluded you. About 10 years ago, Rodika, my mom, Kayla and I, we were on what is called the Sea to Sky Highway. That's between Vancouver, B.C. and Whistler. And we were driving down that highway. And just, I guess, out of the blue, I commented as we were driving that I'd lived most of my life in the Pacific Northwest, six years in Montana, been to Yellowstone Park many times, hiked in many different areas throughout the Northwest, and yet I'd never seen a bear in the wild. Make that comment. And then just a few minutes later, we see a bunch of cars pulled over on the highway. And sure enough, out there in a field is a bear. And in fact, Kayla and I got out of the car and ran over across the highway and at a very, very great distance took a picture with that bear. Uh, He seemed to be busy munching on some berries. But it was surprising. And we thought it was very funny. But it was certainly not a miracle. A miracle is defined as a surprising or welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of divine agency. So you see, that was not a miracle. Here Herod had wanted for a long time a long season, it says, to see Jesus and to see him perform a miracle. In fact, Luke records here that this meeting between them happened after our Lord had already been to Pilate's court, there found not guilty of insurrection, but Pilate discovered that many thought him to be a Galilean. Herod was in Jerusalem at that time for the Passover. And so Herod Antipas was the person in charge of the Galilee area. He had jurisdiction over it, so Pilate thought to send Jesus to Herod. 
fact, Herod Antipas was also called Herod the Tetrarch. Tetrarch means a quarter. So Rome had given him jurisdiction over a quarter of what they referred to as Palestine, and Galilee was the area. Matthew recorded that Herod, when he had heard, as is noted in that verse, many things of him, first believed that he was John the Baptist, whom he had beheaded, risen from the dead. But being over Galilee, he had heard many things concerning Jesus. It was in that area that our Lord had fed 5,000 with five loaves and a few small fish. There are several recorded healings from incurable diseases and physical conditions. There's also there that Jesus walked on water. So you could understand Herod's interest. These were by many blazed abroad. They were happening in his area. And so he wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see one of these miracles performed. But what we find here in Luke's gospel is that Jesus did not perform any miracles for Herod. In fact, he, at that meeting, did not even speak a word. Finally, Herod and his soldiers mocked him and then sent him back to Pilate. You know, and considering that, I do think it's very sad that Herod did not experience a miracle that day. Not many years later, history records that Herod Antipas was exiled to Spain in 39 AD by Emperor Caligula. And then, it is believed, the emperor had him executed there soon after. Now consider another meeting that our Lord had a week or so prior to that one. There was a wealthy tax collector. And like Herod, he too wanted to see Jesus. He heard that he was going to pass through Jericho, and so Zacchaeus, being short of stature, thought to climb a sycamore tree. I think, too, maybe for a long season, he had hoped to meet Jesus. It's obvious something had also gone on in his heart. Well, the Lord passed by, looked up into that sycamore tree, saw Zacchaeus, and told him to come down, for I must abide at thy house. And he made haste, and he came down. 
And he was able to meet the Lord and to spend some time with the Lord. The difference is, though, Zacchaeus wanted to meet Jesus for the reasons. He didn't ask to see a miracle. But it's evident that that day, Zacchaeus experienced a miracle. He experienced a a changed heart and a changed life. And others could then look at Zacchaeus, his family, his neighbors, those that he had collected and extorted taxes from, uh, they could look at his life and say, why a a miraculous uh, event has occurred, a change in Zacchaeus. His testimony was evidence of it. Three years ago, Rodika, my mom and I were in New York. Saturday morning, we took an Uber to our Wharton church. And we had a a, a nice uh, Muslim driver. He was very nice. But along that way, you know, he could see how we were dressed. I had a Bible with me. And so he began to kind of give his angle on God. And he was doing it in a way I could understand what he was doing, trying to make it sound very inclusive. And our need then to have a life full of commendable works and and was trying to say it in a way to get me to be in agreement with him. And I'll tell you, I could I could almost feel Rodika and my mom behind me. There were no words, but I could feel that. How's, how's John going to answer this guy? Well, I was thinking the same thing. But you know, I'm, I'm thankful that the Lord gave me a testimony. And he gave me an opportunity to share my testimony uh, with that Muslim man who was our driver. After saying all that and giving me his thoughts on God, I told him, you know, when I was a teenager, I was a very troubled young man. Several sins had a grip on my life. I was in problem drinking when I was 16. Cigarettes and alcohol. Drugs had just had a grip on me for years. I said one night, I knelt at a chair in my mom's living room. And I told God I was sorry for my sins and asked Jesus to come into my heart. And in a moment of time, those sins were removed, those habits were gone. I said, that's been over 30 years now, and they're still gone. Well, it got very quiet in that car. Then after a a while, he 
He said, well, if a person tries really, really hard and is determined they can, they can overcome habits like that. And I told him, I said, I couldn't. I proved I could not overcome those habits. I said, I despise those habits. I despise them because I could not quit them. But just one prayer changed my life. Well, it was a miracle. It was a miracle that I experienced. I couldn't deny it. And I'll tell you, the world cannot explain it away. It's inexplicable by natural and scientific laws because it is the work of the divine agency of Jesus Christ in a heart and life. The, The world cannot explain what God can do in your heart and my heart. Only God can take someone who is dead in their trespasses and sins and cleanse them and make them whole again spiritually in the sight of God and give them power to go and to sin no more. Herod could have experienced a miracle. Imagine that he had the the Lord of all creation there before him. He had wanted for a long season to see him, and, and there the Lord was. Right there in his very presence. A miracle? Why, the Lord could have changed his heart and his life. We'd be still reading about it today. But what a sad end that he had. Well, it was because of unbelief. You see, Zacchaeus heard. Zacchaeus believed. It says in the Gospels that there were places that he couldn't do, the Lord couldn't do many mighty works because of unbelief. feel like I, I stand here tonight in, in a, the congregation of the righteous, believers. So what is the possibility of miracles being performed here tonight? Yes, we believe in the miracle of salvation. But I've also experienced a miracle of sanctification. You know, you're not going to progressively determine to live more holy and someday arrived at a sanctified state. No, it's not going to happen that way. But when you come into the presence of the Lord and you consecrate your life to him and you ask God to sanctify you entirely, why in a moment of time, The Lord will do that work in your heart, that divine agency of Christ will avail for you and a miracle will happen because in an instant, he will sanctify you wholly and you will know it. 
the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's a miracle. That endowment with power from on high. And it's confirmed by a miracle. The Lord speaking through you in a language that you haven't learned. No, these are things that that man cannot explain. But we're not looking to man tonight. No, we're looking to the wonder-working power of God. Do you believe the Lord can perform a miracle? I believe he wants to perform a miracle here tonight. If you have a need tonight, and it's a promise that God has given you, don't be like Herod. Don't go away from the presence of the Lord and have having desired a miracle, not receive one. He's here to do it for you. And we're going to have an opportunity to pray. The Lord is here. He wants to perform that work in your heart and your life tonight. The song's 494. The altars are open for prayer.